You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, nerds, nerds. Like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. <laughs> Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. This is the Dude Cinema Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous queen of a co-host, Beck Charwood. No, 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 no. Please. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little sleepy. I don't look gorgeous. No, no, no. I've crowned you. You're a queen. She's okay. been knighted. She's been queented. There you go. All right. And this is also an audio medium. How would you yeah. know? How would you know how sleepy we look? Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And today we are rejoined by one of our favourite guests of all time. He's back in the studio. Pleasure to have him. It's Anthony Lacascio, everyone. Uh, hello. Yay. Hello, Queen 1 and Queen 2. Okay. <gasps> which one's which? Um, don't well, say. No, don't say. Don't say. Okay. Don't yeah, say. Yeah, we'll, we'll shut the whole thing down. That's right. We're not We're not filming, right? So this this audio only. So no one knows who I looked at when I said Queen 1 and Queen 2. <gasps> and I just did I just did it in Check the, the re- tapes. Did you do it Check again? Check the tapes. No, I did, it the, I did it in the reverse order. So, <laughs> so we'll never know. Nah, I'm going to slow it down. Get right in there. And when just you exactly. said it, Alex, was mm. it Queen with a K or was it Queen with a K? Q. It was That's, with a K. Thank yeah, you so much so. for knowing. I thought so. That is it. <laughs> it was a KW. We know the, the real queen is dead, and we would never try to take that title from her. Never. Long live. R.I.P. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Lacagio? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me here in this amazing new studio. The last one was just an absolute shithole. Yes, so upgraded. Upgraded, last yeah. yeah going, finally, a, a, um, a studio worthy of my presence. Oh, yeah, that's um, what we said. We said, we're not getting him back in. We know you love the episode, but we're not getting him back in until you refurbish this whole we place. We can't bring mm-hmm. this guy back here. Mm-hmm. No, Absolutely not. So. And keen listeners might remember that last time you were here, you brought us some baked goods. Yes, I did. And uh, you really like sledged on uh, previous guest, Concetta Caristo, fellow Italian, for not bringing baked goods when mm-hmm. she came. Mm-hmm. I just can't help but notice something's a bit different mm. today. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Something is different. And you're right for pointing that out, Alex. I instead brought um, conceptual cookies by giving you guys this amazing date idea. Ah, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> so, Damn it. He's so, got us there. Yeah. He did. He did. He's so, got us there. So you know I'm, what? I'm going to pop that chat on the Gold Class. Head over to Gold <laughs> Class to find out Lucasio's amazing date idea. Oh, shit, oh. yeah. Shit, yeah. It's pretty good. Life-changing. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking for love... In the right places, <laughs> head over to the gold class. Gold class is where you'll oh, find I kind of feel like that's something that you need to do once you've found love. You can't be yes. you can't be surprising some like first date. And, <laughs> true, real, you got to know someone. You got to know that. exactly, exactly. So because if if it is a horrendous disaster, you got to look at each other and laugh as yeah, opposed to looking laugh. at each other like. This is the last time we see each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah might totally. get back on the apps. Into <laughs> <laughs> uh, the app designed to be deleted and then re-downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so you were gearing up for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah. Yes, I am. Not the only one at this table, but yes, yes, I am. Uh, just came back from the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Congratulations. Had a 
really, really, really good time there. Great. Really does that happen at yeah, Adelaide it, it actually does. And given that I hated every microsecond of being there last, last year. Last year, I was going to say. I was very surprised. But this year, I don't know. I just went in with a much better mentality, um, much better medication. And so hey. we're, we're kicking ass. We're absolutely. I mean, they really are one in the same. They re- yeah, they do, <laughs> they do go together. They do go together. They inform each other. Um, so, yeah, no, I had a great time. And, yeah, can't wait to can't wait to go to Melbourne. What dates are your shows? What are the details? Where can people go see you live? Uh, yeah, my show is called Heart of Darkness. Uh, I am going to be there from the... Well, I'm going to be in Melbourne from the 6th, but my show starts on the 12th. Ooh, organised. Yeah, and goes to the 22nd. Um, and then I'm driving back through the night to make it to Sydney for a wedding on the Sunday. Holy yeah. shit. Wait, so when's your last show? On the Saturday night, the night before the end of the festival. Yeah. And then the, the wedding is on the Sunday, the next day. And <gasps> so we're driving back through the night. We may just get accommodation halfway. <gasps> yeah. yeah. This is a good friend of mine. And this is some... That's some, crazy. This is some wog shit, guys. <laughs> That's so amazing. Not going to make it for the church, but you've got to make it. <gasps> wow. Yeah, if you follow Lakashi on Instagram, you know that he is serious about weddings. You're at a wedding every second week, I'm going to say. I went to nine weddings last year, (gasps) and I was invited to 11, and I couldn't go to two of them because they were on the same night as another wedding. (laughs) Oh, my God. Triple booked wedding on my night. Exactly, exactly. Do you get different suits for all of them, or are you wearing the same suit at everyone? I've got three suits. You've got three. So I just cycle through, and I, I, I am conscious of who was at the, yeah, this okay. wedding so you don't double out like you don't because yeah. and you can do different shirts and stuff it's it's a lot easier for men to do I think than mm. for women because um, if you just wear a different shirt it's a totally different like look different right suit, yeah. whereas yeah. you can't double up dresses in front of the same people otherwise mm-hmm. they're like chuck, you, you, a, chuck a different tie on top of that oh my god it's a whole different tie, person well, who's this exactly. guy <laughs> who's this guy this guy's rich is he invited yeah <laughs> But uh, I'm very much not rich because for almost all of those weddings that I went to, I also went to the Bucks party. And because it's fucking wogs, it's not a Bucks party. It's a Bucks weekend and it's away and you got to pay. like It's like so much money. What the fuck? Yeah. You did that nine times in a year. I, I went to no. Some of them, thankfully, I wasn't that close with. But I, I definitely went to at least six Bucks <gasps> weekends last year. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just a really good friend. You're, yeah, I was going to say, that's yeah. more hens parties that I've been to in Ever. Yeah. And you're doing that in a year. Don't look at comedians, guys. A lot of people actually find me quite charming. It's, it's <laughs> not just, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. But you bring them baked goods. Yeah, right. Uh, no, they, they're bringing me they're baked goods. They're bringing you baked goods. <laughs> yeah, it's the other way around. I was actually talking about this in Adelaide. I know we're getting way, way sidetracked, but um, but I was I was hanging out with Rudes, with Rudy Lee yes. in mm. Adelaide, and we were we were relating on the fact that, because um, everyone was riffing about, like, oh, you should do this gay thing. You should do this gay joke. And he's like, you guys know that when I'm with gay people, I'm not gay. I'm not Right. I'm not that. When I'm with comedians, I am because it's my point of difference. And I'm like, that's me for Italians and Greeks. Like, when I'm with them, I'm just like the artsy comedian guy and I'm like the least ethnic person How there. Funny. But then when I'm with comics, it's like, ah, you're greasy. Yeah. yeah. I'm constantly calling yeah. you greasy. You I'm are, so yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> specifically, you, Alex. You're the Jay. only Italian I'm, person I've ever met in my life. Right. Right. I, I said, where's the bit of pizza that you guys carry around all the <laughs> oh, time? Hang on, hang on. It just, oh, well. so happened, just so happened to have come here early. <gasps> sock pizza. Yes, sock pizza, the best. Unbeatable. Just like a mama used to make. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when this gets racist. Um, uh, can we go back five minutes? Okay. <laughs> uh, although I must admit, uh, uh, this is this might be a bit inside baseball, but but people on the podcast know know Alex Milinkovic. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Skip. You, you just did 
the Alex Milinkovic impression. Like that was his slightly woggy voice mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. came out of your mouth. Yeah. Like whenever he does, did you did you pick up on that too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Get them together. <laughs> you just, That's all we it's do. Like who, really. Which one's which? <laughs> We're slowly merging into the same person. Yeah. And is that but person Beck is the becoming count from a Sesame Street? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Beck's becoming a bit more ethnic in this <laughs> in this transition. Finally, <laughs> finally. Oh, dude, I've never worn jewelry in my life. <laughs> I, I'm slowly, the gold is just appearing. I've got a necklace, there's a little cross that his mum gave me. I, it's going to work its way in. See, I'm going to get yeah. some big rings. It's going to be mad. Wow, um, I have boss. it I have it in my plan to convert to Serbianism because I just love the culture. Beck's already pretty much there. Mm. There's just, a, there's just a, I'm not going to say this on a podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. We can edit it out. No, I'll, say, I'll say it later. We always I'll, have say, it. I'll say it later. I'll say it later. I don't want to say it now. I'm okay. in too deep. All right. Well, I do like having leverage against people, but that's fine. <laughs> You'll just have Alex Milinkovic punching me in the face okay. within the next three or four days. Because what I was going to oh, – fuck it, I'll say it. I was going to say, you know, like Serbian's good, but there's there's like an adjacent thing. There's slightly – but you could just be Croatian, which is like Serbian but a little bit nicer. You just do that. It's like – yeah. He'd agree with that. He would fully agree with so? that. Do you think so? Yes. Okay. 100%. <laughs> I don't know how cancelable what you just said is. I have no no reference, I actually but it think sounded it'll, spicy. It'll, it'll, it'll sell more tickets for my upcoming shows, to be honest, if I say that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Not the kind that I want to be selling, but at this point we'll take yep. what we Heart can get. Heart of Darkness at Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Shall we get into the movie that has brought us here today? Let's do it. Yes. So, Lucasio, you have brought us a film called In Bruges. Why did you bring this movie to us? What is your history with this film? It, it was one of those – I never saw it when it came out, mm-hmm. um, but it was one of those films that pops up in, like – I don't know if you guys you, – I assume you guys are, like me, reading just endless lists of these are the top ten films that do, do – Oh, we get them to our inbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Must, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, then this the actor in the first scene totally ruined this movie. Top ten movies, and I'm just right, like, right. I'm in. Let's do it. Yep. Let's read it. Mm. This was this was one of the films that's always popping up on like underrated gems oh, or okay. or best dark comedies. And so I watched it maybe ten plus years ago, and I thought this is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever stupid reason I felt like for mother son movie night maybe about five or six years ago this is the movie to, sh- to watch with my mum because I totally forgot that a child gets murdered in the movie yeah okay and, and it was a bad idea but mm. that just made it even funnier for me like yeah. in, re- in retrospect yes I'm yeah, like yeah. do you remember that time I watched that with my mum yeah and so yeah I, f- I love it so just much love it. yeah okay Beck what's your history did you know about this film yeah, I remember it coming out and there being posters for it everywhere, but no one's seeing it. Yeah, okay. Everyone's like, and people that did see it were like, you got to see it, which to me, immediate ick. I'm Yuck. not seeing it. Get away from me. Yeah. And I thought it was like a real Guy Ritchie kind of movie. Yes, 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 yes. Is it, that because in the poster, Colin Farrell has a trench coat on? Yes. That's that's all it takes. That's yes. all it takes. Guy Ritchie vibes. Kind of dark. Yep. yep. Yeah, cool. yeah, a bunch of dudes looking suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> It looks cold. There yeah. You go. That's all you need. And then I didn't hear anything about it until we watched Banshees of Inner Sharon and people were like, you didn't get it. You didn't. Yeah. You simply didn't understand. You have to watch In Bruges, Bruges and then you'll understand what's going on, what's happening, and your mind will be set 
correctly. Really? And yeah. then we right. get the ick from that too because we're yeah. like, don't give us homework. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. We're Even though it pays late. our bills. Uh, <laughs> please. Um, I haven't seen the Banshees. Uh, <gasps> okay. you, you told me it was very good. Uh, yeah, so we... I, I quite liked it. Even though you didn't get anything that was happening because you haven't seen it in Bruges. No, exactly. Even mm. though I was... But it's not actually a... clear-cut sequel, I would Obviously. say. <laughs> a clear-cut sequel that's set like 80 years earlier, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 and yeah, in a completely yeah. different country across... Yeah. Um, I quite liked it. I just... It was just not what I expected. I, I quite liked it. It was just a quirky, silly, small story. I didn't understand why it was getting all of the um, awards hype, mm. but I, I did like it. Beck didn't, wasn't as into it. It's very long. It's very, yeah. I was in one of my famous bad moods when I watched it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I actually had no, I'd never heard of Imbruge before. The only time I'd heard it was in re- reference to Banshees of Inner Sharon. Okay. So I had no reference to of what it was going to be like. Uh, my boyfriend was very excited that we were watching it because he loves it. Mm. So that always also gives me an ick. No, not really. <laughs> 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 but um, so yeah, so I just I I was like completely blank slate coming into this movie. Okay, shall we jump in? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. What is it you've done, Raymond? Murder, father. Why did you murder someone, Raymond? For money. Who did you murder for money, Raymond? You, father. After I killed them, I walked home to await instructions. Get to Bruges. 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 Where's that? It's in Belgium. For two weeks, in Bruges, in a room like this, with you? No way. Been to the top of the tower? Guidebook says it's a must-see. Well, you ain't going up there. Why? It's all windy stairs. I'm not being funny. What exactly are you trying to say? They're a bunch of elephants. In Bruges, directed by Martin McDonough. Shoot first, sightsee later. Ray and Ken, two hitmen, are in Bruges, Belgium, waiting for their next mission. While they are there, they have time to think and discuss their previous assignment. When the mission is revealed to Ken, it is not what he expected. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Lucasio, for anyone who hasn't seen In Bruges, how would you describe this film? Hmm. It's hard because, I mean, this is this is a spoiler. Yeah, big spoilers. Thing, right? yeah. So, so it came out in 2008. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think if, it's okay. But <laughs> I, think if you, I think if you reveal too much to a person that hasn't seen it, you fuck the whole movie, right? Like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The way Great the point. onion unfo- unpeels is the like the narrative doesn't ever go in the direction that you think it's going to go. Mm. So I think it would be difficult, other than to say they're two hitmen. They've been sent to this really boring, really beautiful town in Belgium, and they're Irish, and it's funny because of those reasons. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, that's all you can say. But then, then, like once once you've seen the movie, you can discuss all of the yeah. all of the intricacies and things like, escalate. Yeah, all that kind of and stuff. And yeah, and they're just like the hilarity is just popping out of everywhere that you don't ex- like them introducing Ralph Fiennes late. And him stealing the show. We can't we'll get we'll away get from we'll, this man. We'll get into he, it. We'll get into it. Yes, okay. let's yes. leave Ralph. Okay, okay, okay. Or Rafe okay. For a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, they call him Ray. Do you know why? His name's Rafe. I looked this up after Rafe. we we had a we've we've recently had a, a huge like just we've fallen in love with Ray Fines. Okay. Uh, I looked it up. The reason he pronounces it that way is because he's he's named after his grandfather, and that's how his grandfather pronounced it. Is it Welsh? No further explanation. <laughs> oh man, that's just how his okay. weird old granddad pronounced it. Cool. 
cool. That's what he's doing. So, so it's not Ray finds, it's Rafe finds, finds. Yes. but they say it like it, it connects. One word, yeah. yeah. So I was saying, I never knew if it was Ray finds or Rafe finds. Okay. Like share. Like sh- not like share <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, all right, so before we get into the chat, mm-hmm. I think we should just do an overall gauge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beck, did you like this movie? I really like this movie. I fucking I was, love this movie! <laughs> oh god, I was so nervous that I was going to have to fold my arms Me again too. while watching it, but they stayed by my side. <gasps> it was not I it was not what I expected at all, and also it made me realise why people got so hard for Banshees of Inner Sharon. I am so sad to announce that yes everyone who said we should have watched this first was correct yeah Um, it really did inform for me it just like informed the comedy of the second one Mm. because i think we just came into banshees knowing that everyone was going nuts for it for award season so therefore i was like well it's important it's dark it's deep and it was those things but the weird comedy in it just really surprised me. I think it took us a while to get used to it in Banshees. But if we'd seen this first, it's 100% the same. Would it's the same been. director, right? Yep. Okay. And I assume that the the chemistry between Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell is just exactly the same. Oh, yeah, exactly. amazing. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. Except in Banshees, Brendan kind of hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to caring for him. Uh, but say, yeah, exact same dynamic. Ah, uh, so good. Um, so Irish. So, yeah, I just thank you so much for bringing this to us. I couldn't do what I did last time. I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> split the room like I did last time because I actually I, I wanted to do a different film, which I actually just saw that you did with um, Peter Helley. I wanted to do Magnolia. Oh, oh we could do it again. Yeah. We'll do it for another. It's a three-hour movie. There's yeah. things that we didn't touch on. Well, the, yeah, reason, sure. the reason why I didn't bring it is because like, I'm not going to make them sit through this three-hour movie. There's no way that both of them are going to be like, thanks, Anthony. Thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do on Sunday. Thank you so much. They're like, no. Nah, Go with it. Go with the winner. It's uh, yeah. And this is what two hours and five. I don't think. No, yeah. I think it's under two. It's, it's one forty. It's oh. one forty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy, bite sized, and um. Okay. What's what? What's your favorite part? The okay. I just I laughed so much through this. Laugh out loud, like surprise laughs, like throughout this whole thing. I just kept finding myself going like, oh. <laughs> like just so not expecting the comedy moments to happen when they happened. And I was just like, the silly accents and the, yeah, just every, I loved everything. Beck? I, oh, okay. In just order of how the movie went, the scene with the Americans out front of the tower was just, I was like, oh, I get it. Immediately I get it. This is what it's going to be. The the date when the boyfriend came in. And he just gets like, oh, so he's like, you never would have liked me anyway. And she's like, no, I actually like you so much. But anyway, this is my boyfriend. I have to go. But like, you're so great. I'm definitely <laughs> really going to call you. <laughs> so funny. And also then like the whole like scene of um, Colin Farrell's character hanging out with the midget was just like. <laughs> his so whole, his whole, fucked and funny. His whole discourse around the whole like midget dwarf thing and just just fucking. Yeah, I just, I really do wish I had seen this before, Inner Sharon. And there's part of me that's thinking, should I do a rewatch of Inner Sharon with a new appreciation? Do you think that would yes, help? Yes, definitely. What were your favorite parts of the movie? Uh, I love when he punches the Canadian. 
when when they're on the oh, double date. And who's that actor? I know him. He's from in stuff. so much. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. he is in so much, yeah. but never as anybody we really give that much of a yeah. toss about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he and he just punches him out of nowhere. Like yeah. They're mid argument, and his rebuttal to something that he said is just bam, bam. To and the then face. the girlfriend's swung a bottle at him almost immediately. I can't remember what does he punch the girlfriend yeah. as well? Yeah, directly yeah, in yeah. the face. Yeah, her like in the face. socks her, and she just. Down to the ground, and I think at that point, you you realize that oh they've they've shown a man hitting a woman in this movie. Ooh, yeah, the nothing's off the table. Yeah, here. what else? Are we, this is halfway through the movie. What yeah. else cooked are they going to show us? Yeah. Um. So that's yeah. That's really and, and I I kind of like how there's a lot of really harrowing, uncomfortable stuff in it. It's not just funny, 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 funny nope. the whole time, like a fish called Wanda. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in it that's like, oh, I, uh, uh, and yep. I think that makes the funny stuff so much funnier. Because yeah. it's, it's also the um, tension release mm-hmm. thing, right, mm-hmm. which I learned, of course, through, from Hannah Gadsby. Um, <laughs> Didn't, we all. Didn't we all? <laughs> but it's the, the release. It's like they're building up this tension because, yeah, it goes through some really fucking dark themes mm. in this, which we can get into. But, like, I think that's probably why my reactions were so laugh out loud, not just like, huh, that's funny. It was like, ugh, an actual tension release because we've just dealt with something pretty awful or icky or uncomfortable. And then they do these silly moments that just like whew, release the whole tension. Yeah, and I loved it. I really liked how they did the reveal of him accidentally killing the child mm. so early. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like something that they drew out to the end, and then they were like, "Well, this is what happened, and this is why yeah. everything. Th- this is why the tone is like this." They did it, and then you have to sit in his guilt yeah. and his. Uh, existentialism for the whole rest of the film because you know what's happened. Yeah. It, Whereas I think in a lot of other films they would have been like, well, something really bad's happened to this guy, but you're not going to know until the end, and then you it. can watch it a second time if you want to be in that mindset. And they're like, no, nah, this is what happened. Now, now what? I love the way they kind of drip fed that whole thing to mm. us at the beginning because, like, for a while, I, I got it, but like, Luke didn't like really understand that. The, the kid priest thing was a flashback to the week before. He thought it happened in Bruges, and so he was a bit confused. Oh. I thought it happened in Bruges yeah. as well, and that well, makes the, a lot of sense. It's the title of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. The whole movie is in, in Bruges. <laughs> no, so it was, yes. They, it's interesting they didn't, like, change the um, saturation or anything on the flashback, which they normally do in movies as, like, mm. a technique to That's show you. That's why it confused me. It didn't before. go to sepia. Exactly. <laughs> or slightly grey. Yeah. <laughs> is this the mid-2000s? Or is it not the mid two thousands? Where's your filter? <laughs> but yeah, so he was like confused. I could totally see how that happens. But once once you get that, it's yeah, this has actually happened the week before or something. And then to go from the flashback where he's literally killed this kid, like it was so fucking shocking. It was like. Uh, and so gnarly as well. So the kid's gnarly. head is like half blown off. It's oh. pretty fucked. And like you're, ex- it's co- not played for comedy, but because of the quirkiness of the film, it feels like it kind of. It's just beautifully done. Mm. And the scene immediately after, so you're like, oh, okay, so he's just accidentally killed a kid like last week. And then they go back and he's not affected by it. And I've, I said out loud to Luke, I was like, how do you just, like, kill a kid and you just, like, go on with your – like, he's not mm. in any way affected. Oh, well, yeah, he's affected yeah, by yeah. it. And then the whole rest of the film, 
I felt like I was going through the grief process that he was going through as well. Cause I'm like, this is how, yeah. Mm. For it just to pop up every now and again, you've got it under wraps, but then every now and again, you just have like that one scene where it's like close up on him and he's almost shaking, talking about it. Ugh. I think they do a good job of, of, cause you know, we've, we've all been through stuff mm. and it does like, you're not crying the whole fucking exactly. the rest of your life. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you go through ebbs and flows of it and yep. then it comes in, it comes in big waves. And there's a lot of the time where you're trying so hard to be fine yep. that you seem fine. And then it all kind of explodes. And then some bitch it's, like me is like, why aren't you grieving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think, um, I think there's, there's one, the scene where he, where he almost kills him, but he doesn't kill him because he's oh. going to commit suicide. And oh he's like, no, no, God. no. That, like, I, I win because he's walking up to him with the gun behind his oh. head and then the gun comes up from his hand, facing at his own head. And I was like, oh, 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 like on the couch out loud. I was like, oh, my God. You had visceral reaction. Yeah, it, all it just so shocked quickly. me so much because the pace, this movie's really good at, like, it's like nothing's happening, nothing's happening, and then it goes like bam, 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 bam. The pace yes. speeds mm-hmm. up, and then it slows back down again. Yeah, and that's why Bruges is such a great backdrop because it's so it's beautiful, but it's fucking boring. Just like, nothing, there's nothing well. happening on, yeah. going on in there. Um, and so yeah, in that scene, like afterwards, they sit down and they're talking, and Colin Farrell just totally breaks down and cries on him, and that that really really got me. Yeah, me too. I think because Colin Farrell had been going through. He was making shit movie after shit movie after shit movie until really? this point. Yeah, he was in um, uh, where he was Alexander the Great. It's like the worst movie of all time. No. He was in Daredevil with Ben Affleck. He was bullseye oh, and it was terrible. No. He was in just bad movie over and over and over again. And I think this kind of relaunched him as, oh, no, this guy's actually a really a good, good actor. actor. He was fucking awesome in it. I can't, like... is that so is that, hot. So hot. <laughs> hot. So, like, when he kept saying, like, I can't believe someone like you wants to would go out with me, I'm like, You're have you looked at yourself? Alive. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, I can't remember the name of the actress. She's French. It's oh, the she's one, she's she was like, Fleur in Harry Potter. She was Fleur in Harry Potter. She's ah. married to Bill. Bill? Yes. Bill, who they recast. Yes, halfway okay. through. <laughs> he, it ended up being, she ended up being married to um, Bill, who was um, Domhnall Gleeson, who is Brendan Gleeson's son. Oh, we oh. love Domhnall Gleeson. Domhnall Gleeson, who a couple of years ago was like in everything. Yeah. He yes. was in every single movie that you ever saw and now he's gone. Ex Machina. No, but he just did The Patient. Okay. Which is a short series that I've been obsessed with with Steve Carell, and he plays a villain, and it's fucking good. Okay. If you like Donald Gleeson, okay. I can't yeah, I like him a lot, enough. but I think his dad is better. So, yeah, I forgot that this is his dad. That's his dad yeah. yeah. I saw a great clip of um, and the dad ex- accepting a speech on Donald's behalf, and he's just like, no, 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 he's not a good boy. <laughs> no, don't applaud. He's a he's a pain in the arse. Oh, that's so and was like, cute. So Irish. Oh, so I love Irish. Them. Brendan Gleeson is like one of those guys who you see him and in everything he's amazing. Like yeah. not just not just furniture. He's phenomenal. Well, these but, are the only two things I've ever seen him in. And um, and hosting SNL recently. What wait, about he's Mad Eye Moody? I was just gonna say he's Mad Eye Moody in Harry Potter. Yeah. They're all in Harry Potter. Yeah. Is Colin Farrell in Harry Potter? No. No, but, should be. but Rafe Fiennes is certainly yes, in Harry Potter. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Brendan Gleeson, he's in a bunch of things and he's always just like steals the show. <gasps> kind of like Brian Cox. Brian Cox yes. is my other one who I'm I like, he's the best actor in the world. Who's Brian Cox? From Succession. Succession. The dad. The main oh, guy. Beck. This, this is one of those two popular gives me the ick things, yes. right? For Succession. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd do that. 
at the, for everything. Okay. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Friends. Listen, I feel Seinfeld. the exact same way about things. I'm like, I'm mm. specifically because everyone's doing it. Fuck you, I'm not doing it. Yes, but Succession is so so good that you got you got to watch it. That. Yeah, it's I totally, agree. totally. And final season this year. Apparently, the next season meant to be the final. This one that's coming out this year is the end. Apparently. That's what I read. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's um, better that it comes to an end while before it's, it. At its, yeah, 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 at yeah. its peak. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Um, so, yes, yes. Acting, phenomenal. Fact, uh, oh, like, yeah, so that that moment where is – it, is it that moment after he goes to kill himself and he stops him and then they have that chat where it's – like front on to Colin mm-hmm. and he's saying I wrote this line down because it just killed me um, he's like it's, it was an accident it's not your fault and he said yeah I know it was an accident but because of the choices I made and the course I put into action a little boy isn't here anymore and he won't ever be here again yeah yeah that fucking line and that delivery is just that should have – why Banshees? That should have been the Oscar fucking awards <laughs> movie. Why Banshees? He just plays a stupid idiot with a donkey. I'm pretty sure they gave the best movie Oscar that year to Crash, which is kind of universal, uh, universally considered the worst, Bummer. best best yeah. movie ever yeah, okay. to win. Like, So I don't know what was going on in the mid-2000s, but they were a bit – Wasn't Crash really like politically like, – Yeah, but like as, as on the nose of – you haven't seen it? think I have. Is that the one where it's like a, a white cop is filling up a black lady? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's that. it's one of those things where there's a million different characters and they yes. all kind of intersect. It's so on the nose. It's so it's so hack. It's yeah, it, I I hated it. But it won. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know what I don't know what the they they couldn't not give it to Anyway, anyway, let's talk, we're not going to talk about that shitty movie. We're talking about this awesome <laughs> about this movie. This great movie. Yeah. Yes. I just like yeah, it's just so many lights and shades and I loved all the moral conundrum. Okay, so for example, like with the kid death mm. thing, did you guys, I found myself going on such a roller coaster of like who is at fault, who should be punished, should he be punished, is he punishing himself enough through it all? Did you guys go on a bit of a roller coaster with that mm. emotionally? No, mm. because I thought it was a very clear allegory against the Catholic Church. Because oh, oh, the, sin, the sins of the priest have led have led to the priest being assassinated, but like it's the it's the whole like trickle down effect of the, the the priest's sins have led to this child dying. Effectively, yes, the Colin Fowler character is at fault, mm. but whatever the priest like, th- we we never find out what the priest what did, did to yeah. get killed. Right? We never f- found out why. The hit was taken out on him. Which I think is so beautiful because then it's up to us to, exactly. to delve exactly. into our own morals and shit. And we obviously almost immediately think pedophile. Of course. Mm. So Maybe but, to that boy who was inexplicably the only person in the church. So the if anything, death might have been a mercy to this. To oh, this oh, oh my God. I mean. This movie is Dark. so intricate. So and intricate. It, it poses so many fucking quandaries to, to go through. So many grey areas mm-hmm. that um, I found it really... But not in a fucking, like, annoying, you know, condescending way or anything. Not it like just, Crash. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of grey areas there that make it so interesting. Mm. And then we get to Rafe, who... Yes. Well, with just with the 
moral conundrum stuff. Mm. I went on it because I didn't actually put anything to do with the Catholic Church being yeah. involved right. for this. That's new to me, so that's really interesting. I was more like they've made us obviously love Colin Farrell's character. We've grown in love with him. He's awesome. He's the protagonist. And then we learn that he accidentally killed a child and he's racked with guilt about it. So then we feel for him. Like I found myself feeling for him. I'm like, that's, oh my gosh, I can't believe what you must be going through. This is meant to just be a job. And now you've got this like thing hanging over you for the rest of your life. And then later, Rafe Fiennes says, like when he's talking to Brendan Gleeson about whether he should kill him or not. But he goes, I'm sorry, Ken, you can't kill a kid and expect to get away with it. You just can't. And that line shook me because I, this whole time I'd been definitely empathising with Colin Farrell. And then he said that line, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, when it comes yeah. down to it, he killed a fucking kid and he's not in jail. So he does deserve punishment. There's, that kid's got a family. We'll, we'll let him off for <sighs> killing the priest. but oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, he's hot. He's allowed one kill. I think so. To a priest? Think, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, do you think that should be a, that we should legalize that for new referendum? If you're hot, you should be able to kill a priest. Yes, just one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be Catholic. Yeah, Greek Orthodox, no problem. All right, they're, they're pretty. I mean, sh- they're pretty shit too. Yeah, yeah, um. they're pretty shit too. But um, but yeah, but only if you're hot. I, yes. Only if you're okay. hot. And the priest gets to decide if you're hot. That's the that's the rule. That's role. fine. Well, then there's going to be a lot you of sh- kids killing. Yeah, yeah, priests. exactly. You just show a child <gasps> which photo, I like, love. Which we love. Right. <laughs> right. Eat your heart out, cocaine bear. This is the, <laughs> new, is the new movie of the year. I love it. That is like the epitome of pretty privilege. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can kill someone now. But then, nope, never mind. <laughs> nope. It's dicey area. I was going nope, yeah, to go a step further in and um, nope, left turn. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm so sorry. I keep putting it off. Let's talk about Ray Fines. Daddy's home. Did you ex- did you know who was in this? Did you I didn't know him? he was in this. I didn't know. I was not and expecting him. How good surprise Ray finds is so much better than I knew he was what coming. What the fuck? Yeah. I literally screamed, oh my God, Ray finds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke's like, all right, I just saw the fucking first trap you edited together for you last week. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Thank um, you for editing that, by the way. It was so I've fun. I've watched it many times. It was so fun. Just Ray finds if you put him in slow-mo. Oh. What movie? Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. okay. I feel like he was at his most sexy in Made in Manhattan. He's in a rom-com? He's in Made in Manhattan? With Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Who is he in Made in Manhattan? He's the guy. No. He's like the... I thought it was Patrick Dempsey. Nah, it's it's Rafe. No. Okay, Gold you Class. Lie. We have to do this for Gold you Class. You lie. The, no, it's Patrick Dempsey. Okay. <laughs> this is... I can't handle this. Oh, he's right. Of course I'm right. What? <laughs> I just pluck this shit what? out of my ass. No way. That's getting oh. a rewatch this afternoon. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's do it for gold class. <gasps> Beck. Oh, yeah. and he's, Romantic he's, Ray yeah. Fiennes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's out of control <laughs> sexy in that, in that movie. You, we've actually got, had so many recommendations of sexy Ray Fiennes movies to watch from our listeners <laughs> since that episode. Yeah. And no, and no one said Made in no Manhattan. No one has said Made in Manhattan. <laughs> he's so he's so handsome. I, I did a joke last night that I, I – this is a big tangent. I'm sorry. You guys could chop this out. If we know we love it. If it's uninteresting. I love the idea of, like, if anyone doesn't know you're a comedian, you're just telling a, telling yeah, a joke. 
yeah, he's a bit. Yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit guys. He's a bit that I <laughs> did. Because um, I had to. Because I had to. Because I did the show in Adelaide, and the show went for fucking an hour and twenty minutes, and I had to cut <gasps> so much out. Oh, that's thought, a good place to be. In, dude. I, I, look, I yeah. think so. Ultimately, but my text like losing his mind on the first night. He's like, <laughs> oh, when no. is this gonna end? Um, so I chopped. I chopped some stuff out, and some of it I really liked, but it just didn't really fit in with the show. So I'm like, well, I'm doing stand out comedy this week and and they film all your sets so i'm just gonna burn it here and i did it last night and basically it's um it's that people that say peter dutton looks like voldemort are wrong and are being very disrespectful (laughs) to the dark lord because the dark lord is ralph fiennes and he is gorgeous all that he has going against him is that he has no nose and i would take Ralph Fiennes, no nose over Peter Dutton plus nose any day of the week. (laughs) And so, How'd it go? Yeah, great. I bet it did. It's such a niche reference. It's such a niche reference. (laughs) But I imagine it's one of those ones that when people get it, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes. But that's the extent of my political commentary is all I can do is (laughs) X X politician looks like Y movie character. The end. That's Discuss. That's what I need to discuss. (laughs) So did you in any way pick from the phone call we hear of Rafe Fines with Brendan Gleeson before we meet Rafe. Did you pick that that was him? You can't ask me because, A, a I've seen the movie so many times and going into the movie I knew he was in it. Of course. Because I'd read all those Oh, the first things. time you yeah, watched it, Yeah, yeah, the first time okay. I knew. Um, you're an inanimate fucking object is is like an all-timer line. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he apologises for it yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry, I didn't mean to call you. I think okay. also that that moment encapsulates his character so much. Like he's this fucking psycho, angry mm. mobster lunatic, but he has principles that he, he will stick to. And l- I love my wife is one of those principles. So you'll be like, "Well, I'm sorry, I called you an animal. I was I was angry in the yeah. moment." And that goes on to inform what will happen to him in the At rest. The of The very movie. end yeah, of it, exactly. which I just mm. remembered. Yes, <laughs> which to me is is the funniest part of the whole thing because so much it, happens in an hour and forty five minutes. Because at Coleman, like every little. I just love I love any media where every tiny little detail that gets sprinkled in is important to what happens at the end. Nothing mm. is mm. is spared. Even the like throwaway. Oh, you want to get you want to um what, what I can't remember the name of the bullets, but you want to buy these bullets that make the head explode. And he's like, I shouldn't, but I will. And he takes the whole box. That's yeah. right. And he ends up firing the the bullet that explodes uses. at the the dwarf, <gasps> and his head explodes. So he has no way of so not knowing know that this is a child. Kid, not a kid. So he's like, well, because if he just shot him in the head, he would have seen that that okay, this is actually a man. I don't have to kill myself. But the head's gone. So this is just a child body oh in a child God. uniform. And he's like, well, you know what I got to do. And he and and. and <laughs> Um, Colin's trying to tell him in his last breath of his life, trying to tell him it's not a kid. He's trying to save one life, but he can't do it. And everybody dies. Everybody dies. I love it. Well, actually, do you think that Colin Farrell's character dies at the end? Yeah, yeah. You think so? In the the ambulance? What do you think, Bang? I'm going to be very honest with you. You didn't watch the end? I may have fallen asleep. In the last five minutes of this movie, it's the best. Five I minutes. know. Oh, I can hear what was going on, and it sounded so you missed, great. So you missed this. You, I did you see the the last thing I saw shot? was um, everything was speeding up, and it was Colin Farrell and uh, Fleur from Harry Potter. They were kissing, and then. Ralph Fiennes was coming down to kill him from the bell tower. Yes, so much. Yeah, you missed the hotel exchange as well, which is which is the funniest (gasps) dialogue in the whole movie to me, where they're like, 
they're both like the the pregnant woman's in the middle of them. She's and great, like, by the way. Yeah, I fucking she's, love she's her awesome. character. Fuck off. She's been great since the beginning. That first moment where she writes an addendum to the note, being like, "P.S. I'm not the receptionist. I'm the co-owner with yeah. my husband." <laughs> <laughs> as soon as she wrote that, I like her. Yeah, she's awesome. She's, she's cool. got so much spunk. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're like, they're like, "Are oh, we gonna do this truce?" And <laughs> Rafe goes to him like. But you're going to meet me down there, you're right? You're not it, just right? having me on. I'm not going to find you hiding in the cupboard. You've got to watch the end. It's, it's so <laughs> and funny. And she just sits down on the She's stairs. like, I'm not, I'm not like, doing it. You guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. Sort your shit out. Yeah. Um, have either of you been to Belgium? No. no. Or the Netherlands? I no. think I went to Amsterdam on a Kentucky tour. Okay. So, no. I went to Amsterdam <laughs> with my mum and my two brothers okay. when we were underage, so I don't think that really counts as going to Amsterdam. So you, okay. went, to the, you went to the weed cafes, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, the red light district. Yeah. I've also only been to Amsterdam twice, but I feel like you're Belgium and, and the Netherlands aren't too dissimilar. I feel like that's not offensive to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that the backdrop of, of Bruges is you know, it's it's perfect because it's such an ancient city. Mm. It's so beautiful. It's so historic. But it's also like, like those people are weird. You yeah, know? right. Bel- Belgians and, and Dutch people, they're a bit... Something else. Yeah, there's, some, yeah, there's mm. something going on with them. And I right. think that, that makes for such a hilarious backdrop. Totally. You know, um, and, and that character in question, the pregnant lady, she's just like... I'm a fucking pregnant hotel owner. I don't have time for your bullshit. Yeah. So take I'm your guns. By this. Take your guns and get out of here. Get all right. The fuck out. That's and they're, right. They're like such lovely gentlemen that they they do. <laughs> yeah. in, in no, at no moment was I scared that she was going to get hurt. Never, never. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, and then okay. So spoilers. Did you see Brendan Gleeson jump off the bell tower and smush himself into the ground? Yes. That was a lot. But, like, who's the Martin McDonough, or was it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just – he's a really good writer because, like, all of the – like you said, everything means something. Everything is important. For example, the $4.90 that he has that he tried to get into the bell tower with at the beginning of the movie is the change that he sprinkles down to warn people he's about to jump into the right? – That just clicked to me then. Oh. That's awesome. Think? So, so what he does, yeah, he sprinkles he, – he drops coins off the bell tower because he can't see because of the fog. So that's to warn people that he's like, don't stand where this is because something's about to fall down, which is – that's how I took it anyway. He's warning it's, people below. I'm yeah, 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 he off. is. He is. So please move. Otherwise, he might land on somebody, on right? Um, such a gentleman. <laughs> These are the principles our mothers taught us. If you're going to suicide let off the, the top, let no. them know, okay? Because we know how fat you're going to be when you're 50. Exactly. You don't want to be murdering another child, mm-hmm. okay? You and imagine? you know there's fog in Belgium. We've been speaking it's about this. the foggiest this. city ever. Come on. <laughs> uh, just such, such it's interesting and different narrative yes right yeah. the 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 fogs there so he can't kill himself without risking squashing somebody I just, so he has to sprinkle the coins it's so you're never gonna see that anywhere else i yeah i just fucking and then that <laughs> they, they, they managed to put a really i thought funny moment in his quite tragic and disgusting death when brendan gleason is dying and he's like where's my gun and he's like he's like Poor Colin Farrell is like hysterical and he's like, Where's my gun? What did you put? <laughs> he just goes, Gonna die now. And he dies. I've done enough. That's it. <laughs> but he just says, Gonna, gonna die, die now. now. I must admit, I did find it a little bit hard to believe that if you were to jump from that height, that you would still, still be, be alive intact. a little no. bit when you landed. That's yeah. not. After being so. shot and yeah. crawling up four flights of stairs <laughs> with, with a very. <laughs> 
you are pulsating artery out of you. You are not even recognizable at that point. No. But we'll suspend our disbelief. I'm happy to sus- that's it. I'm happy to suspend my disbelief for this movie. Totally. Which obviously does not happen very often. Oh, I love when talking about the just their little argument in the um in the hotel before he goes into the canal. <laughs> I just love the writing that Ray Fine says the line, do you completely promise to jump in the canal? <laughs> to be this fucking like overlord of this mafia hitman regime. And he's like, do you completely promise to jump in the canal? Do you pinky swear? <laughs> completely promise. Well, I think I think that's one of the funniest elements of it as well as a satire. Zoe was Zoe was mm. in and out. She wasn't really watching it, but she was like, You didn't what? make her watch the whole thing? Well, she, she had to work. Loser. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And she's popping in and she's like, why is this guy, like he's a mob boss and he's a murderer. Why does he discern, you know, who is okay and who isn't okay to kill? Like at what point? And I'm mm. like, no, no, you clearly haven't seen The Godfather no matter how many times I beg you. <laughs> po- I like that she refuses the to. Point, <laughs> the point is that these, go- these mobsters, they have this code even though they are murderers and killers. And this film is parodying that. Yeah. Like, that's the point of all yep. this. Uh-huh. He looks like such a fucking idiot yep. for saying, oh, do you, do you pinky promise that yeah. you're going to meet me out there? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And then he does, and he's like, all right, good. And then later he's like, oh, if, if you kill a child, you know, I would just kill myself on the spot. Yeah. No question. Mm. And then he has to because he, has he to. said that, and he's for all his evidence, he's actually killed a child. <laughs> Brilliant writing. Yeah, yeah it's a, real, oh. a lot of a lot of Chekhov's guns in this movie, hey, which is a phrase I learned. I don't know. Oh, what I've known it, but I only figured out what it meant this week. So, what does Chekhov's gun mean? Very, so it's um, oh, I'm going to explain this wrong. Uh, so it's it, it if you introduce uh, an item or something. It has to be of significance and it has to be used. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. So everything that's introduced in this movie comes back and it's has used. to be used. Like his morals, his yes. principles. Yeah. It's really impressive that they do they can do that over a um a one hour and forty minute I just, film yeah. to, to just have that that principle. But what to do it over three hours, that's really impressive as well. I think even more so, which is why the Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> What's he going? At? Where's right. he? Where's he going? This, <laughs> this shifty Italian man. And just like, and then we learn very quickly, and it just is brushed off that apparently the priest in the kid accident was his first job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. That they was don't Colin chuck, Farrell's first job. They don't chuck ever? that in until later as well. Oh my god! I just love it. It's a very. We'll get to it at the end with is this a date movie or not. But I just had such a fun time chatting about the things that are happening. Like I paused this so many times while we were watching it. Mm. Like just for for various things. Like what would you do in that situation? What do you think about that moral conundrum? Like when when the like with the whole like grief around accidentally killing a kid, we got into a very interesting discussion <laughs> about would you kill yourself if you accidentally killed a kid? I actually haven't even broached that. Oh, I've thought about it with a, myself. I've thought about it a lot over the years. I was saying this to Luke. I'm like, it's, I think it's just one of those uh, irrational fears that people mm. have, and mine is a child, someone else's child dying under my care. <gasps> really, that is something I cool have actually thought easy. of before. Yeah, and just how would I possibly ever come back from that? And so we were talking about it, like when 
when it's, I was like, like, why is it? Why is it? We can just go and get a new one. Yeah, know. exactly. And it's your fault. And so this movie literally delves into that. What would your reaction be? Because Colin Farrell's is obviously not to kill himself, but Rafe finds is like, I would just kill myself on the spot. And I was like, I'm with Rafe on that one. Anyway, really cool conversation starter movie. <laughs> it is pretty. You know what? You know what? I'm just realizing now. Colin Farrell's in his 30s in this movie, or mm-hmm. at least somewhere there and there or thereabouts. You wonder what was this guy up to in his life that he yeah. he eventuated. Okay, well my path is going to be I'm going to be a professional hitman, and this is my first hit. Like what was he yeah. doing what before was, then? Yeah. yeah, what's his resume like? Mm. Bits and pieces, I reckon. Bits yeah. and bobs. Odd jobs. Bit. Did did stand up for a little bit. Didn't really go yeah. for him. <laughs> a side character in a Guy Ritchie movie. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so I just good. Love it. Better than Red Dragon. Ooh. Ooh, now you're now that's a hard one. Red Dragon sucks. <gasps> you get I, out of here, shut opinion. it down, delete the files. I mean, if you've seen Silence of the Lambs, I don't know how you can not see that as a kind of diminishing returns. Like Hannibal mm-hmm. was pretty shit. Uh, they replaced they replaced Clarice, and then Red Dragon was like, fine, I guess. Red Dragon was great. Hannibal I'm sucks. Just, just call me quickly. That's Alex's favorite movie. Red Dragon. Yes. Yeah, but he's like. 19. What is, of course, it's his favorite movie. No. Alex oh, Alex's <laughs> favorite movie. I've just, I've just sprayed everyone. I just sprayed all of the Shut Alex's in your life, Beck. Down. He's nineteen. In one hit. Your I've child husband. I offended everybody related to this table in one hit. I'm so sorry. Never go, my boyfriend Luke. I don't know. Uh, Maybe his problem. Okay. Eh? I you have met him. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Have, um, have at him. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Leave one still alive. It's your favorite movie. One of yes, definitely. Come on, Alex. I grew up with it. I'm you grew up with a red dragon. Yes. Yep. More it's than hot science. as fuck and it's a great the tats- film. The tattoos? And yes. The and Edward Norton and Harvey Keitel. All oh, right. Yes. But look, okay. I'm, How do you look, get past that cast? Okay, listen. I'm planning to get stoned tomorrow night and review my, my festival <gasps> show. And when I finish, I will put Red Dragon on and Have I'll watch it with different eyes. Just Fine. watch it with different okay, eyes. Okay, okay. But only only because I insulted everybody just then. <laughs> I feel like I owe it to all of you <laughs> to do that. Claw your way back. Oh, my God. I like to trap people into things, so that's perfect. Alex is 19. That's <laughs> <laughs> staying in. No, he's, he's not 19, by the way. No, he's so definitely not, not 19, 19, everyone. Okay, okay, just so, just, just your child, your child husband, your, your, your little Egyptian bride. Yeah. <laughs> My little gold digger. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, after all that carnage, um, <laughs> we've got some questions for you. <laughs> I love it. All right, first question to, to wrap up. cookies next time. <laughs> <laughs> We've been so veggie oh, this whole yeah, time. Yeah. I've got a, I've got, I've set a precedent and I've come in all guns blazing. I've taken everybody down with me. Yeah, last time you took down Conchetta, this time you took I did, I did. And I would planned to do that for months as well. I really had. I had that locked and loaded for months. I'm like, she doesn't even bring snacks when she gets on a podcast. What's she doing over there at Triple J? She's walking in like, where's my pizza? <laughs> Did my Can manager not call yeah, ahead? Yeah, let and me say, check your socks. Where's my pizza? Where's my pizza? <laughs> Open up. Sock pizza. Did this movie make you horny? No. Beck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did, and it made me also realize a huge part of why I didn't like Banshees of Inner Sharon, which I, I'm becoming the dude, is because. It, 
Colin Farrell in wasn't it is hot. He wasn't hot. His character was so yeah. dumb and pathetic yeah. that I was just like, I can't even look at him and say he's sexy. What's in this for me? I don't understand it. So you can be. This is this is it. Really interesting to me. You can be turned off by a really sexy actor if the character isn't sexy. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because in Banshee, well, once you see Banshee, you'll understand. He is like a like not in this way. He's like a charming baby. Yeah. Um, like my child husband. <laughs> So sorry, Alex. Something Beck is very Oops. fond of a charming baby. Yeah, charming baby. Yes, yes. this yes. was. And if I'm not into, if he's that level of dumb, you know, it's bad. <laughs> My goodness. But don't you think that? So I, I, I have, I have similar thoughts. But then I think to myself, if uh, an actor or act, if an actor of whatever gender is really okay. sexy and they are playing a role where they have convinced me that they are not sexy. Mm. They're so good at acting that they have become extra <gasps> sexy to me. Oh my god, the respect! Oh, it back yeah, on right? yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, That's that a really gets That's me. A I'm trying sexy. my best to think of an example right now, um, but I can't. Okay, um, Shelley Theron in Monster. Yeah. Okay, oh. that's great. That's great. Oh, wow. That's really, so really good. She's sexy. She's come back on the... Oh, 100%. Yeah? She, she's even sexy in it, to be honest. Let's let's not let's not mince words. I like that. It's yeah. like respect sexy. Yeah. Well, murder's hot, I feel that like. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Oh, there's something in that for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just... And that's why this movie made me horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexia, yes. did you find this movie horny? Absolutely. Especially when the Belgium lady and Colin are together and just like having a nice time. Mm. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. I want to watch. No, yes. no, edit that out. She's beautiful. <laughs> I'll watch. I get, I get kind of, I, I'm, I dare say, nostalgic and a little bit kind of giddy when I see late night cocaine party. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I've, never, I've never been to one, so I don't know. It they're looks scary. Hor- they're horrible. They're, they're terrifying. Just, yeah, you're the at your worst yeah. in life when you're at one of those. Like the I've conversations. Spe- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. God, exactly. do you not know it? God, the time you like, we are the cool. This is my peak. I'm, <laughs> I'm never going to get better than this. That was another thing that I had to totally um, to spend my disbelief for the fact that Brendan Gleeson was like, "I'm out of here. Mm. I'm here with two two prostitutes who aren't saying anything, and this racist dwarf, and they've just insulted. They've just said this giant race war thing, mm-hmm. and I'm out here and mm. I'm leaving. And Colin Farrell's like, "Yeah, I'm leaving." In those situations, you never leave. Right, no, you okay. You never, never leave. No, 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 okay. no, no. You, d- you just keep it moving. I, yeah. wanted, I needed them to leave. It, I needed yeah, them oh, out to- of there. Totally. <laughs> 100%. They needed to get out of there. But you don't leave because you, if, you're able, if you're even able to register yeah. what somebody else is even fucking talking about as mm-hmm. opposed to just formulating whatever monologue you're about to chew out, <laughs> then impressive. You know yeah. what I mean? So at that point, I'm like, that doesn't happen. But <laughs> let's keep the narrative ticking. It's fine. And would you recommend this movie on a date? Yeah, 100%. Beck? 100%. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, me too, for all the reasons mentioned. Like it, as early as possible. Yeah. Just I mean, find out if, if this person that you're dating. Will kill themselves if they accidentally kill a child. Well, there's that. I mean, that's the, bit, no, that's the big kicker for me at the beginning okay. of a relationship. <laughs> what, if, what if you were on a – I mean, we're all, we're all pretty much done in, in the dating world, but what if you were on a date? <laughs> that sounds so sad. <laughs> you made it 
done. We're pretty much done. <laughs> yeah, we are has-beens. But anyway. Uh, we're all pretty much done in the dating world, right, guys? Phew. Yeah. Phew. Uh, but, but, but in the event that somebody isn't, if you're on a first date... Well, I'll somebody... die long before my child husband, so... <laughs> Well, He's not him. done. I am never ever going to live this down. As long I'm going to be at their wedding and in the speech, and be like, "Well, everybody knows about our age gap, especially <laughs> Anthony Lacascio sitting right there." You're uh, on your third then, wedding for the day. Um. I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you on were a on date. a date and somebody was like, no, I'd kill a child. I wouldn't kill myself. It's fine. <gasps> yeah, done. it's a litmus test. Get rid done, of him. Done, done. Done yeah. as in Out like, yeah. 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 I think so. Not done deal. <laughs> done deal. Yep. Science deal. Delivered. Uh, and ratings. How many euros out of five? Because <laughs> that's how much it costs yeah. to go up the bell tower. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you give this movie... Anthony. Did you just come up with that? That's yep, really that's really good. That. That's really yeah. good. Um, I love this movie. I'm like genuinely engaged in this chat. Four Euros ninety five. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. I give it a uh, currently a mm. three point eight. Once I see the I reckon ending, once you end it. I think it will go up a whole nother. I think point. it will. I think you will okay. happily I think you'll comfortably land on a four point eight. Yeah. I'm gonna go a four ninety five as well. Awesome. Checks out. Great. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for bringing this to our lives. I genuinely am. I would never have watched it because I was so annoyed that people gave this to us as homework for Banshees. Yeah, but that's shit. Yeah. That, the, the, the movies have nothing to do with it. So they've got this. No, it's purely just to learn what the movie maker, the filmmaker's style is. That's yeah, purely it. And, and it, it does inform and help, but. It's it, pretty reductive as well. To you like, should be able to enjoy a film without having seen their back catalogue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Great. Well, that was in Bruges. It's like you, you can't watch Jurassic Park if you haven't seen Seinfeld because you won't get why, <laughs> you won't get why that dude's funny. You don't yeah. understand why Newman is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you don't know why when the lizard kills him, it's yeah. like it's hilarious because you haven't seen you Seinfeld. You've got to go watch 10 seasons of Seinfeld. That's right. Sorry, nine. nine. Um, yeah, so b- before we wrap up and head off, can you give a little pluggy plug to your upcoming shows? Yes, absolutely. Um, so Melbourne Comedy Festival – 12th to the 22nd of May, Sydney Comedy Festival, 3rd to the 7th of May, Perth Comedy Festival a week later on the 12th and 13th, and then I'm doing uh, one-off random shows in Wollongong, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Canberra. God damn. In June. Oh, man. Yeah. That is yeah. a tour. Awesome. Yeah. That is a tour. Yeah, I want to – I haven't been to those cities to do shows, so I'm like, Great. fuck it. Let's see if TikTok analytics mean anything. Hey. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much. This is the most fun podcast <gasps> in, the whole, okay. in the whole world. Yeah. Community awesome. Notice Board is pretty fun too. That's true. Right. But this, and the Hack Pack podcast as well. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Big R.I.P. But we'll chat about that later because I don't want to slander anybody other than your boyfriend on this uh, podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And all right. Oh, and mm, we end with this. I normally forget this. Two. That's all right. It's my one job. <laughs> um, Anthony, Alexia, Akumite to you both. And Akumite to you and yours. Akumite to everyone. Except. In the, in the world. Except for, no, especially to Alex Milinkovic. Thank you. Special, oh, that's special nice. Redeemed. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I really, like, we just did a movie about, uh, that was about killing that's a child. True. And I don't want to, ah. I don't want to participate too, in that too anymore. Close, yeah, exactly. That's too Way close, man. That's too close. I don't want to have that on my conscience as I leave here. Okay. <laughs> uh,